I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. They want benign indifference. They want us drugged. We could be pets. We could be food. But all we really are is livestock. There are, of course, those who do not want us to speak. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. The world needs a wake-up call. We're going to phone it in. Welcome to another Monday Night Master Debaters, a roundtable where we discuss nothing of importance. No, no, that's not true. We just come in here with no agendas, no directives. And tonight we have a first. We have our first liberal point of view on the Monday Night Master Debaters. We are honored to have Mr. Brandon Peacock join us. How's it going, Brandon? Good, man. I'm sorry to disappoint you guys that I'm the, the prick that breaks your guys' uh, cherry on this one. But uh, but I'm happy, I'm happy to be here. Uh, happy to be back with uh, with Ryan, as always. I've been uh, on there, let's say I was on there once uh, last month on the Dangerous Podcast uh, after I left that one. And uh, as you asked me before the show, Matt, the real world is treating me uh, 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 pretty well. Uh, I am not quite chanting, let's go uh, Brandon yet, partially because that's my own name, but uh um i'm uh opening my eyes to your guys point of view on a daily basis because this guy uh my my appointed leader our our, our dear leader here is uh is getting fucked from all all kinds of directions um including himself he might be able to i don't know if you guys think his dick is too small to reach out and actually fuck himself but he might be literally doing that uh on, on nightly basis past that i'm doing great matt thanks for having me <laughs> <laughs> well thanks thanks for joining us man it's great to have you and his co-host ryan how's it going man good dude thanks for uh just doing this every week man this is always so fun keeping the train rolling you know of course moral bob a repeat offender welcome back my friends hey thanks for having me brother Hey, thanks for coming. Pleasure as always, man. These round tables kick ass. Yeah, dude. And 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 before before we get started, I, I gotta say, Brandon, the one thing I'm disappointed in is you and Ryan had um, you know, that dynamic going, right? The the kind of polar points of view on, on a lot of these topics, which was made for great discussions. And your podcast, you know, you guys you moved on to bigger and better things last year. And now we're seeing the same thing with uh, Bob just did an interview with uh, Deborah gets red pilled and Adam, the host and his mother-in-law have that same dynamic going where Adam's, you know, almost to the point of black pilled uh, and, and, and Deborah is heavily blue pilled despite, you know, close to a hundred episodes worth of shows with different people and points of views and things. And, uh, 
and and their show kind of fell apart too. And it was really disappointing because it was rare to see that dynamic set up. And and but it made for such good material because it's it's rare that people can even sit in a room and discuss it together, let alone do it repeatedly on a weekly basis. And uh, and so I got to say, man, it's disappointing that you guys uh, you guys put it down because because of that, because I think we need more of that. Right. We need more of the back and forth, not just these echo chambers that we sit in. Dude, and Deborah, Deborah is such an awesome person. We need more people like Deborah. You know, she's willing to have her mind change. She's willing to have the conversations and be open and and chill about it for the most part. Um, and then she just takes the information, digests it, and decides whether or not she wants to follow that rabbit hole. See, her problem is that she's been so heavily indoctrinated with mm. that boomer indoctrination. Right. I mean, she is straight up boomer and and she has been just beaten down into trust the government, <laughs> trust the media. You know, uh, don't it's hard to don't break. Call the herd, yeah. you know, you know, don't mess with the herd. Make sure everything's OK. It's really, really hard to break like 50, 60 years worth of indoctrination and brainwashing. Like, <laughs> yep. That's I mean, why it's, it's great it's hard when to you break. see an old woke person. You right. know, it's, you see an old one and, and man, you're like, you're a legend right there. Dude, it's hard to break the brainwashing of somebody that's only been in the system for 10 years. You know, yeah. it's somebody that's been in it for 60. Dude, I mean, you're, you're talking about breaking their entire reality. Hitler said, and it's also true, that if you want to uh, create uh, determine how a civilization is going to turn out, Give the government or whoever wants to be in charge uh, control of the schools. I mean, that's 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 when it happens. There are several good reasons that it does happen, right? We have we're indoctrinated with other things, basic uh, life instincts that we need to. And there's common- there's nothing good about public education. I'll I'll <laughs> well, I'll debate you on that. But I'll, that's 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 just fine. I'll for right now say from whatever avenue it comes through. Uh, whatever education uh, uh, um, delivery system you guys uh, chooses, that is when it happens. It's how we get common sense. And uh, to your point, Matt, um, the the reason that we can't have a whole bunch of these discussions with two people in the same room who walk away congenially at the end, I think a lot of stuff going on around. And I think you guys think because of uh, the, 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 the divides that we have external to this debate, right? Um, something I, I brought up quite a few times, uh, on the dangerous world podcast was this book, uh, from the nineties called bullying alone, where the United States used to have a whole bunch of really big and lively clubs, things like, um, uh, you know, bowling, bowling clubs. That's one way where people from different walks of life came together and uh, and had discussions about things that really really mattered, and then that that changed their vote, that changed their perspective. And we're still friends after it. We just don't have that kind of buy-in when we're connecting in this way through this uh, this metaverse uh, uh, channels. Um, so yeah, that, that's um, that's what I have to say to, to your point, Matt. But uh, I'm happy to be missed, and and happy to be back here whenever whenever you, uh, Matt. Well, awesome. dude, I was going to say too that. You know, when did this division really start? When was the polarization sort of, uh, you know, put to the forefront? Obviously, I think that the founding of the country, there was something to be said about 
I know I, I quote this freaking show all the time, but South Park, as goofy as it is, there's that episode where Cartman goes back in time and he goes to the revolutionary times. And they're like, we can set up this nation where half the nation is a bunch of pussies and half the nation is a bunch of like trigger hip, happy assholes. And they'll cancel each other out. And it'll be set up so beautifully that like, you know, at the same time as as our enemies can say that, oh, no, these people are weak. They can also say, well, let's not mess with them, too. So when well, did that really start? When was th- that division? That's the way our nation was set up, though, if you think about it. You well, know, of course, in, in the post Columbus era, you had the Protestants and then you had the Jesuits. Right. The and, and that was that was the battle between the, the, the founding fathers. You know, you had the Masons and, and all these different groups involved and. And I think the divide goes all the way back to then. I, I think it's yeah. been in place since this country was founded. It was <laughs> for sure. But like, I, I guess the way that I should phrase it is when was it when was it obvious to people? And I think that if you're going to go in modern times, I think it honestly started with Bush, George uh, W. Bush. You know, there was that whole blame Bush idea. And then there was the thanks, Obama bullshit. And then there was the, uh, you know, just the, the animosity towards Trump. And then now we see it with Biden. You know what I mean? So it's just there. there's this constant, you know, you take the center and you take both wings of the center and you just push them farther and farther apart. And then this is what we get. You know what I mean? So it's just an interesting concept that it, it yeah, it has been in act since the founding of this country. We're founded on debt. That's never going away. We're founded on on hatred between two sides within each other within the United States. And that's never going away either, dude, unfortunately. But um, you bring in this other element with like the, the whole idea that, you know, they're trying to, it seems the, the like the Russian Empire is trying to build back the Soviet Union, you know, and so that that's I mean, dude, there's just we're, we're recycling history. It seems like, you know, the the social inequalities are trying to, you know, come back with like the black versus white versus Mexican versus every other, you know, there's now there's genders involved. And then there's also, uh, you know, obviously the Cold War aspect that's that's kind of recycling back too. Is there a, a a country or society of of that comes to mind that doesn't fit that criteria? I wonder. I wonder if how you guys would draw the boundaries around the example that the founding of America set. What would be something we look towards if there is anything? If there is a you know, an, an archetype that you guys would like to see or like to see replicated. Like if you could go, I'm go into the, if you could go back in history and, and change it to our society, change our society to be just the exact way as some other society. But is there another society of note that you guys have to compare it to and say, that's what we should be more like, or I wish it, it would have been better if we were that way. Atlantis. That's about <laughs> it. That, you know, I mean, realistically, there's no government that is good. Uh, is the way I see it. I I think if you look back in time, anytime you have one group in control, over time, they tend to abuse their power. Um, Those Scandinavian countries seem to be pretty darn good too. And Bob, I think this was you and I that was talking about this, where, you know, there a lot of Americans and a lot of socialist Americans try to say that those countries are socialists. But if you listen to what they say, they're capitalists with a social you know, safety net. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, I think that Um, that was you and I talking about that. It was, we did talk about that the other night. Um, Yeah. I mean, there's no government like no government. 
you know, the only time that you can pro have prosper as a society is when there aren't a centralized rulemaking force, because it'll always be corrupted and to stifle uh, innovation so they can make money off of it. You know, you can't have a regulator bo regulatory body with infinite power and think they're not going to abuse that power. It's always going to happen, you know, the, and then it's just the highest bidder. It's whoever can pay the piper for the rules in their favor. And we see it in America now. Bob, does, does that classify you or why doesn't it classify you strictly as an, as an anarchist? I know that I there's am. other rules. Okay. I'll just make it just, uh, just make it. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Okay. I mean, I've, I've asked, I don't know, at least a couple hundred people a question. Can you name a single government that hasn't been tyrannical? One. Right. Can anybody name any, yeah. any government that hasn't been a complete shit show of tyranny? One. And that's and that's why I said that, Bob, is, is, you know, when Brandon, when you asked what system, I can't think of one because every one over time becomes abusive. There's there's know? little examples of awesomeness, though. Um, a, a place that I recently found in some research was uh, Caspia, Italy. I think I'm saying that right. But it was a small little township in Italy. And there was like two rulers in Italy at the time. And they were divvying up Italy into the like north and the south. And when they were drawing the lines, they somehow just missed this town, Caspia. They just missed it. And the lines went around it. And so they had no governing body there. So they started just doing whatever they wanted. Well, they decided to go into tobacco production and became insanely productive to the point to where they had enough wealth and power that the outside governments had to shut them down, made tobacco illegal, and basically bankrupted the town because they were getting too powerful. Uh, my last question, because I, I know I'm talking a lot here. I am very, very interested in this. Sorry. Do, do, you, do you see then that what I think you might call a natural progression of group of people to government to tyranny? Is that is, is evil like necessary in that or because it is so human like being, in human nature to do it is it just right. is it natural does it's it almost does it inherent that, right and on, well, and on top of that does it need anything that's unnatural in order to accomplish it i mean well well see and here's the thing i think we've been bred into being creatures that need a leader right so we we look for one whether it's government or a god or a specific scientist um well, and, and, and Bob, before you doctor. go too far, before you go too far, they always give us, you know, a, a, a ruler who does not fit the majority of society either. Right. Right. And that's that's one of the major problems with government is the process. Right. It's not a natural process. If you look at the animal kingdom, the, the, the leader is selected naturally. It, mm -hmm. We are forced leaders. We are we are give told these are the best candidates. Now, right. most of the time you can laugh because you know they're not the best candidates, but they fit the agenda best for that side, one side or the other. Well, it's the old adage, right? The best candidate never gets voted in because the best candidate never runs because the person that would do the job the best doesn't want it. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. any of us, any of us, well, Brandon, sorry, I don't know you very well. The, so <laughs> any of the guys that I know here, at least, um, I think would do a far better 
job running things than our current administration <laughs> uh, or, or just power structure in general, you know, because, you know, most laws are founded on what ifs and hypotheticals, you know, you shouldn't get a speeding ticket unless your speeding led to a crash. You shouldn't, you know, get, you know, a DWI unless you, your DWI led to something that harmed someone like you, that's minority report style stuff. And we have to be left to natural law. Like it's, that's the only way forward is natural law where you own yourself. I own myself. You don't get to force me to do anything. Voting doesn't matter because I can't delegate an authority that I don't have to somebody else to do on my behalf. So voting is a complete fucking sham because you're giving the government authority you don't have to give. And you're not electing anyone. You're voting no. for someone. There's no, a it's big just difference. democracy is just tyranny of the majority. And you're casting your vote in hopes that you get to be part of the majority that gets to oppress the minority. That's all it is. That's, that's all what it democracy is. is. It's mob yeah, rule. That's yeah. all it is. It's just mob rule with more steps. Well, and that's why they didn't initially plan on it being a democracy. They wanted it to be a republic. Right. And it turned into a democracy. Yeah, dude. 50 nation states would be way better than what we got now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't roll over this many people like efficiently. Oh. Like no one person can be in charge. I don't care how many branches are in the government, how many people are in Congress and Senate. Those people, dude, right now, you know, the fact that insider trading is 100% legal in the government yeah. is just fucked. And propaganda. They made it they made it illegal in like 2015, but it's like illegal, you know, in quotation well, marks. Because they have to police themselves. It's you like know, if, after if, the, if the right. four of us are on a board and we have to keep each other in check and let's say like, hey, we have this opportunity to make some money. It's technically illegal, but we can write a bill that makes it legal for us. The four of us are going to write a fucking bill. Fucking goddamn right we are. Exactly. So like, that's the problem, dude. And and so, you know, I, I heard this idea where people in society kind of like jury jury duty these people have to go and do they have to act in government for a year or or six months or something like that dude if every person in society kind of had like they were forced to go in they get you know the median a the median um amount of income for like a middle class family you get that like let's say the you know the median income in the entire state or whatever you're you're in you get, let's say, fifty fifty thousand dollars in in uh, Arizona, eighty thousand dollars in New York. You get this for that year to be part of government and to enact policies. And you have to go and you vote based on what your friends, what the people that you talk to on a day to day basis, what would be good for you because the humanity is removed from these people like Nancy Pelosi, Dan Crenshaw. These people don't fucking care at all about like what is the everyday person's life. Because they're so far removed from it and they're glamorized, dude. These these are kings and queens in our country. We don't have the royalty. So our politicians and our, our celebrities like the Kardashians and Kanye and fucking all these people, that's our royalty now. And so they get to kind of, you know, break laws and, and do shit well, that we can't do. Well, it's uh they're they're called the elite for a reason. And it's it's uh what's how's it go? If laws only are punishable by a fine then they only apply to the lower class. You sure. Know? So like you're only as free I, as you can afford to be. It, it, it is. I have, I have to point out, I, I know 
there's probably a way to work around this, but it is a bit of a tautology, the direct democracy kind of thing, because then you, as you mentioned, Ryan, someone's got to be forced into that. We have to make sure that we're all participating, right? And then you, then you got to decipher, well, who's going to be the enforcement arm of this? Yeah. Who's right. going to who's going to decide who's on top of that enforcement arm? And I, this is not disagreeing. It's just I think to the earlier points of fuck. It's everywhere. I'm just not. Yeah, I'm just not okay with the word force. Yeah, you don't you don't get to force me to do anything. And, if I don't want to be, hey, you're forced your to pay taxes though, Bob. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but I'm talking. A- you're talking about hypothetically, like how to fix government, right? Yeah. Is is everybody has to serve? Well. I, I, I'm not okay with the part force because who gets to exactly who gets to force me? Yeah, no, like, I hear you. I'm just you're saying like the, the power to force people to a group. Yeah. Th- there's just a problem with the way that things are. So I, I think that again, this was you and I talking about this. You got to throw the fucking kitchen sink at what is going on right now, because this shit is not fucking working, dude. Well, and, this and is Ryan, like yeah. you said before, though, much like the insider trading, if we think government is going to fix a government problem, we're the real, real problem. Because yeah. if we think by elections that any of this shit's going to change, we're as insane as anybody else. Yeah, dude, I, I mean, you know, I, I agree with the idea of libertarianism, but I think the, the pinnacle of what libertarianism is, is... Uh, you know, Somalia. I mean, there's no fucking government there. You know what there I mean? There is Look now. No, 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 there is a government there. There was a period of time where Somalia had no government. And during that short period of time, that was like a, just a few years. It was a very short period of time. But in that short period of time, literally every metric of human happiness went up. Like all of them. Like what type of government do they have? I'm not sure, but they definitely have a government now. I mean, I know Ilhan Omar's family was involved with their government, and that's probably why it's so shitty. But I just know that it's not the way that we see government. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't. It's probably more like a dictatorship that moved in. I believe. Yeah, it's probably Um, some sort of military dictatorship now. I mean, it was only that was only an anarchist country for a little while. Now Lebanon, on the other hand, is is quite free. Um, It ranks really high on the freedom scale as far as countries in the world. But, but well, that's they, a you, you gotta try to get there. It's not that bad, man. I've no, seen but I'm saying deal. they always have. They got cars and buildings and shit like any city here, man. Like Lebanon's not that bad. It's, it's just uh, surrounded by garbage. Well, it's that's like what I was gonna say. You got nice Israel, though, Bob. <laughs> I mean, you can go to bed, and next thing you know, you got a missile coming through your roof at night. Right, I mean, right. Come it's on, like, it's like moving into that neighborhood that just got gentrified, but the rest of it's still ghetto. that was that was my first condo man i lived i lived in a nice little condo complex down a hill but when you got to the top of the hill where the driveway was it was the ghetto i mean there were gunshots at night and stuff there was never anything down the hill and our, our place was nice but as soon as you got and the hill was maybe 50 yards and it's like no i know that feeling all too well Dude, I live in Austin. There's people that live in million dollar houses with freaking homeless people shitting in the front yard. So can turn into California. Like, like it's bad. Like there's million, literally million dollar houses with freaking homeless camps around them. 
Here's a little little, little more uh, fuel for your fire, Bob. Today, Somalia is, is class, Somalia's government is classified as a republic, a federal republic, and a parliamentary republic. Okay, well, we've got the People's Republic of China, so that means yeah. fucking jack shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so Brandon, do you mm. do? What would you say? Do you have a a specific type of government in mind that you, you feel would work best? You know, I have. Uh, really gone through a number of the uh, options that have been laid out today. I love, I still in my gut still love the idea of anarchy. Um, It's not just the teenage rebel. I think in me still living that kind of wants to be an anarchist, you know Um, I just can't, I'm a, I'm also, I've also been heavily indoctrinated into the sociology uh, uh, mindset you understand. And so I cannot at this point ignore the fact that um, in my perspective, it does take a child to, to excuse me, it does take a, a village to raise a child. Um, right. And uh, I know that that also can. But see, can, that breeds can, the mentality that we are children to be raised by government. See, uh, absolutely, that's, absolutely. that is an indoctrinated mentality no, I, that has been put inside of you is that we need daddy government. So I, I, here's yeah. here's how you can square that circle, though. Um, while still being living with an anarchist principle, a voluntarily funded government. I'd be super okay with a voluntarily funded government. They're all over the place. They're called HOAs. Um, They happen all the time and they have no real fucking power. It's all if, you know, it's all perceived power, but they have funding and they can do things. Um, There's votes that are cast, but if somebody freaking violates an HOA, you can basically tell people to get fucked. Yeah, because Bob, you can ask my father that same thing about HOAs, dude. Homeowners Association, dude, they are fucking assholes. Oh, I hate them. I hate them. <laughs> I've also I've also be- told HOAs in my past to fuck off when they've tried to find me, and then the fine goes away. I'm well, guess like, what, though? You. I'm not going anywhere. I'll paint my house pink if you make me. Fuck you. I'll depreciate everybody's freaking property value. Like, don't fucking piss me off. Well, hey, and they're guess- like, okay, so- well, next time. <laughs> it's like, they don't have in my in my parents the hoa doesn't have guns well maybe <laughs> there's this one good i know right they have like some fucking paramilitary you <laughs> know no, no they got one of those scooters you know that they drive the mall cops drive around the segways segway. yeah yeah dude so in my parents neighborhood there's a pool and i parked my 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 uh old car at the pool for an hour while me and my ex-girlfriend went and ate this was years ago my fucking car got towed out of there, right? And I had to fucking pay $300. And my dad called the fucking president of the, the homeowners association. And it's this fucking New York dude that was just like, he acted like he had a chip on his shoulder. Some piece of shit fucking guy that was just like, well, I can't control what your son does. He just did something wrong and he's got to pay the price. And my dad's like, no, dude, like he, he, lived, he lived here for 18 years. You know what I mean? Like, he's been a good kid, like, you blah, blah, blah. And they're like, well, I don't care. And so, dude, I had to pay 300 bucks. That was very real because the tow company got involved. So that's bullshit. But I mean, sometimes, like, that's just to my point. Like, these homeowners associations, the smaller the government, the more tyrannical it seems. Well, <laughs> well and that's every, what I was going to say, because that little, uh, that little, that same place that I was talking about where the ghetto was right out top of the street, I got fined for having an American flag flying on my deck. 
Oh my God! Couldn't fly American flags, and this was this was 2003, right after 9/11, when everybody had a flag out, you know. But nope, not in this place. There's just some people that have an authoritarian predisposition. Yeah, 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 no. To but to answer your question, Matt, and and to uh, your points here, Bob, my ideal is some some. It's not. It's this is not exactly the right name, but some some uh, uh techno uh, techno technologically optimistic and uh anarcho communistic uh society that would that that would be a holy my, shit my, 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 <laughs> you know. so say that you, again that was yeah, that's deep basically like the jetsons <laughs> yeah so yeah this is this is this is built on a, a lot of stuff and i won't admit i won't deny that some of it is that deep-seated Christian eschatology that I that I had in me, I've now tried to I've actively tried to purge, but it's still in with in me. I am still a Protestant uh, at, at heart, but I'm a, a techno optimist. So, like someone who does believe that technology will ultimately be the uh, the answer to a majority of our uh, human qualms. Um, Anarcho. So, I, this is the part where I'm the most squeegee with. Where I, I there's got to be there is going to be some government there just is uh that's uh, uh, as you would say bob been indoctrinated into me strong enough to where i just think that there has to be uh that going on but communism slash at least at least socialism where the people are the ones produ- uh controlling the means of production as uh you know that's the classical definition of, of you, you can only have yeah but you can only have people control the means of production if there isn't a regulatory body if there isn't a regulatory body right if you have to if you have to get regulations passed you have to get licensing you have to pay property taxes or any of this shit then you don't own the means of production so 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 for for sure so there is a a little uh, there's a little bit of the um people call it this i know it's a terrible title for it but the 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 the, the hand of what is it let's fuck it what's it called the invisible hand of the economy um that's yeah, so uh, free market something that yeah that free market free market is self-regulating right absolutely so that is where i would argue the uh absence or at least minimization of regulations have to come like if your road why? just works, why what, what i'm sorry why why would um, why would you why would you need to force regulation? No, 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 I'm saying that I don't think you will need to enforce regulation if you have that free market going. Um so that does that answer your question? I mean Oh, okay. I, I like I thought you were opposing the one hundred percent free market idea that it needed right. to be regulated at some level. So I I think that our duty is to push towards that free market in the way that I define it, which is different than everybody else's free market slightly. I I understand that Um, it's going through a liberal lens, as I say, but there is, there is just some, um, uh, there is some drive that human animals have period to go to the thing that is most efficient. You can break break this down to the, like the trail of ants that are going to get from the anthill to the, uh, to the to the picnic that the what whatever the, the the smoother place to go is going to be the yeah. one that most people go into, and people are going to die because I because of the fact that we don't have relations. That's something that I 
though. So people die with regulation. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's something that, that, that quantifiable matters. It's not, it's not just as easy as saying people die with regulations and people die without it. I think that there will be measurements that are taken experiments that are running that Bob, I think you would, you would point to that free market does have a whole hell of a lot of good to do. And in certain ways, the liberal, um, the liberal, uh, is to fight against that free market, and I don't like that uh, that part of my 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 party. Right. Limited. <laughs> right. Well, and with Brandon talking about technology helping sort of like curb all this these scares, um, I mean, you know, we we talked about in a recent episode here on the on the Monday Night Show that you know car accidents are going to be a thing of the past when it comes to like autonomous vehicles. You know what I mean? Like when when nuclear engines are a thing. You know, car accidents aren't going to be a thing anymore, realistically, because these things can already kind of read lines. You know, the Teslas already have the auto braking and all that shit. Um, It will be like, you know, the only time that car accidents happen is like when someone's supposed to die, like a a Hastings, you know, the the writer that was writing about John Brennan right before he he ran into a tree. You know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of shit. Those are the only kind of car accidents that are going to go down. So. I I can see that, yeah, technology can absolutely save people. But what's scary is the idea of of using technology to also harm the people that are harmful towards the state. Right. Well, what you always have to think about, right, is just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. You know, a lot of terrible things can lead to good. Oh, technology, it can help us this, this and this. But you got to look at the bad side of it, too. This technology isn't good. How it's talking to each other, the radio waves around it aren't good. Like, I can kill Brandon here and probably save 10 people with parts of his body. Sure. But did I do something good by killing Brandon? You know, like, you know, you can't, that's a, that's a hard way to justify what you want to do because it's like, yeah. I, I could do a lot of good with a terrible action, but the means, the ends can't justify the means, right? Well, just to poke at that, though, you I think you do see, Bob, how there are groups of people who could rationalize that killing. Oh, me. sure, sure. No, no, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. no, no, no. I'm not saying that idea doesn't exist. Right. I, I'm saying it's a flawed idea. Like that leads to really bad and immoral things. You know, what you want to keep steady in your principles is morality and morality is based in consent. You either have consent with the other party or you don't. There's so many different ways that you can approach that. Like what if you're taking some dude that's on death row and you're trying to like, you know, you're, you're ending his life and his organs can go to like fucking 10 different children. You know what I mean? You can look at that in so many different ways. So, right. But you, uh, right, right. But you know, it's also Pandora's box there, man. You open that. I I want to know how that got on death row and like, (laughs) yeah, he he got on there for criticizing the state a little bit in the death row guys past to see if he should have even been there. (laughs) <laughs> I was probably there for selling weed, you know. <laughs> right, right. He I made a, that... he made a website, yeah. you know, like Russell <laughs> with an American flag on it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I argue though that those are the questions that are those that 
our great political debates boil down to, you can put it in a much more personalized, right. you know, maybe medical decision that people have to make. My one of my favorite examples of that is the uh, what is it, the fat man's uh, test. Uh, it's this idea you have to imagine that you are at a railroad where you can pull a lever and it'll direct the railroad to one of two directions. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, Brains yeah. coming no matter what. There's what is it? Four people uh, on one side of the tracks, on one part of the track, on one track, and then there's a big fat guy on another part of the track. Uh, which one would you rather save? Because you are in this position, some going to die. There's several. There's least eight different recognized ethical systems by which pull this problem apart but then you can start adding things like okay well what if it's in the same position you have to make that choice someone died but you don't have to put you are now the one who has to push the fat man onto the tracks to save the four people you know like that that when when well, you are then in the thought i process in the thought experiment Forced, forced to take some action in it, it totally scrambles a lot of people's ethical systems. I'm just happy that we, we acknowledge that those ethical systems exist, and we're still left to, I think, the, decide which one is the best for each of us. But I mean, I can make the de- decision pretty easily. <laughs> yeah, kill the one fat guy, but yeah, yeah. Kill, <laughs> kill the fat guy because he's obviously a drain on society. Yeah, well, that's the, I think that's the idea is like, what if these four people are just complete pieces of shit? And that fat guy is just guilty of eating bad food. You know what I mean? That's the, that's, <laughs> I think what, what Brandon was getting at, but yeah, dude, I mean, I think that, you know, the, to boil it down, to be a, extremely simple, it, you know, when it comes to government, there has to be some way that we can find uh, a way to get corruption out of government. And it is possible. There is some way that that is possible. Yeah, just it's getting the how. money out. You know, you yeah. have to if you can get the lobby and the power, and you and can the get power. The, yeah, you get the corporations out of there. Once they lose that that financial interest, it it can only be corrupted to a certain extent, right? You throw money into it, and everything goes out the window. You know, but this is if if you take the money and power away from governments, aren't we talking about something other than government? Or is it that is it well, is, is it, it my indoctrination right. system that makes me think that yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's it's exactly your indoctrination. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, because the word government literally means mind control. That's what that word translates into. Govern means control, mint means mind. So now there can be a governing body. But the governing body, like what the the American government was supposed to be, is just if there was a conflict, you hold the conflict up to the Constitution. Okay, does it pass the sniff test as far as being constitutional? Yes or no. And then they decide who won or lost the case uh, or the grievance or whatever. Um, that's, that's all the power that the government is supposed to have. Like our, our rules for the government is very simple. It's like you can kind of do like X, Y, Z. And that's it. Um, but then they've they've managed to give themselves the rest of the alphabet. The, the and that's your... what happens. And, yeah. and like you said earlier, is, you know, people will take the path of least resistance. Well, the path of least resistance is just to forfeit all of your freedom over, along with all of your responsibility and accountability, over to the government. Like, look, you know what? I don't want to be responsible or worry about any of this shit. You take care of it, and I'll just go over here and fuck off and... Uh, you know, spend eight years in college and have a basket weaving degree. And then I'll go work as a barista for the rest of my life. You know, like 
like the people aren't making the right decisions anymore because they, they don't have to be responsible or accountable for any of them anymore. So we just have a, we have a giant society of stupid fuck ups. Uh, the uh, Supreme court, since they're the ones interpreting the uh, uh, constitutionality of things. Well, let's see, hold on a little yeah, yeah. aside there. The Supreme court is a creation of the constitution. So it shouldn't have the ability to interpret it. If I give a babysitter rules, the babysitter doesn't get to look at them and go, you know what? I thought they, I think they meant this. Like, no, nah, bitch, you're going to freaking follow my rules to the T and you didn't take them literally, period. End of story. Um, you know, you well, I think have- that's what they, they try to portray themselves as doing, right? Like, it's like the, they tried to, yeah. to use your analogy, you know, it would be like the babysitter trying to read the rules that the parents left for the child. We're right. the children. The, right. the Supreme Court's the babysitter. They're trying to an- analyze the rules that the parents left, and they're trying to, oh, there's that IHOP cup, dude. There you go. <laughs> we talked about that last time. Yeah, brother. <laughs> no, um, yeah, no. Uh, it, it's just a crazy concept to think that, dude, yeah, they they literally, I mean, that, that whole yeah. meme where it's like, govern me harder, daddy. You know what I mean? Like the, the daddy government, dude. Like we... People, irresponsible people need government. They need something that will tell them what to do. Right, they don't we, necessarily need it, but they feel like they need it. But here's the problem with our society. Instead of like demanding people become responsible, we fostered the irresponsible behavior, promoted it, and grew it to a point to where it's taken over. And the, the responsible people are very few and far between now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The irresponsibility is not only promoted. It's like fucking like you're good if you're irresponsible. You know, if you take out a loan and you go get some dumbass bullshit freaking college degree, it's not your fault. You can't get a job. Let the taxpayers pay for that, you know, because, you know, it's not your fault. You made all the wrong decisions like you perpetually fucked up to where now you're making, you know, $10 an hour and you have a $70,000 college degree to pay for, but you didn't just, you didn't think about the job you could get with your degree. You were just like, I just want to get a really cool degree. There is this gross (laughs) idea that a college degree is so much more valuable than a blue collar job or a trade. There is something really wrong with that, but I do tend to agree more so with Bernie Sanders about these ideas of the, the debt forgiveness, the, the, the college uh, tuition forgiveness, not because these kids made the bad decisions, but it's because college as a whole is a fucking scam. Right, and I think that's college is kicking the balls to all the people, that the ones that paid for, paid for the shit. Of course, like, look, they should be reimbursed. We should be done with the everybody gets a trophy generation. Bullshit. Of course, you know, that sucks. You know what, old people, if if you didn't save your money because you relied on the government to save for you through Social Security, that's your dumbass fuck up. And nobody else gets to pay for that screw up. You don't get you, you know, you don't get them any money. It's gone. It's by we are having young people fund old people right now. And it is the most insane shit ever. And I like the have, idea. But the idea, like, Bob, is that it's a cycle. It's like a circle of life type deal. I like what you're saying. I agree with it. But the way right. that these people, these older folks think of it is that when they were young, they were paying for their old and then they get their turn at the wheel. Now, it'd be perfect in a perfect world. It'd be great if everything was fair, but that's just not how shit works out. Right. That's why we have to stop all that shit right now. We have to stop I agree. It right now. 
all of this welfare bullshit, all this money giveaway. We're broke. We're broke, folks. We're done. We're 30 something trillion dollars in debt. 80% of the money that has ever been in existence got created in the past two years. Like we're done. We're done doing this shit. We can't give money. in. Like if there's going to be a government, if there is going to be a government, we have to start right there. Okay. We are done spending. We can't fucking do this shit anymore. We're done. We're locking this shit up. Let's fix it. Like you can't just continue to expand how much money is in circulation and continue to expand the debt ceiling and, and think there's ever going to be anything good happening from it ever and expand welfare and expand unemployment. And, you know, and then what's coming is going to be price restrictions, rent restrictions. You know, the government is just going to take control of literally everything. I think the realistic alternative to that is like black and white slavery. Now I'm not saying black and white, like skin color, but you either got this fiat system or you got, which is a form of slavery or you got actual slavery the way that we know it. There's no good way to get out of this shit, dude. There's just not. I don't know, man. I I mean, I think they've been trying to implement another feudal system. I think that was part of all of this was to just make it where there is no middle class. There's a lower class you know, the working class and there's the elite and that's it. That's the only two classes they want. Yeah. How, uh, so let's, let's imagine, cause I know that there are other steps that will come with your idea of fixing things, Bob, but let's say we do say stop funding uh, a whole bunch of stuff, a whole bunch of services. First off is your understanding that people will die of that decision and if it is your understanding that people will die because of that decision, isn't that sort of tangential to what you were saying that you didn't want to do before that one person is going to die because of not just the people today here. I understand also the people that are coming tomorrow which is a whole bunch of other people. But I, I wonder we, if you see that same way that I just laid I, out. I, I see, I, I see what you mean. You know, it's like, but I don't think a bunch of people will die. I think that's just a fear tactic they've put in everybody's brain. No, 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 no. we can't, we can't, we can't just undo government. Everybody will die. It's like, how? We'll all still go to work tomorrow. Guess what? We're just not going to be funding this corrupt organization. Thinking that voting and continuing this shit is like, it's like, I was thinking about it earlier today. I was like, you know, it would be absolutely ridiculous If anybody was going to say, you know what, I know the mob is bad. I know the mob is bad and they kill a bunch of people. But if we just get the right people in the mob, (laughs) it'll get better. We just got to get the right people in the mob. That wasn't the, the idea. The idea was this is a corrupt, murderous organization and it needs to be shut the fuck down. And the same thing applies to our corrupt, murderous organization is it just needs to be shut the fuck down. Well, and Bob, you look across the board, it's every organization, right? It's every religious organization. It's every, I mean, you look at sports, they're all corrupt. I mean, everything is. It's power corrupt, perverted. Power corrupts. Yep. And so anytime you you get, you know, a stifled market, you're going to have a bunch of power available. And so the people are going to start clamoring for that power. And then eventually a certain group of people is going to get at the top and they're going to stay at the top. They're not ever going anywhere. And that's where we get the people that control the world today. 
it's it's not just a mindset change either, right? Because I I, I love this example in in morality and ethics, and the way that society shapes those. Uh, the, the example of the Jains, you know, the people who follow the Jainist uh, uh, Jain path, um, they are a religion that that is the only. I would argue the only true religion that really is truly peaceful. I mean, you, you can't do anything that would hurt anything. The, the, the most extreme Jane, you know, the more extreme you as a Jane, the less people have to worry about you because they're doing things like sipping water through a cheesecloth so that they don't hurt a fly. Um, not touching other people for fear of, um, of, of, of harming them. That so is that's a, a little extreme, right? No, that is a that is a <laughs> mindset that it's virtually easy. I mean, easy to understand and follow, and we'd all probably be a little bit better if we got just an inch of that, not go all the way that they did. Obviously. Right? Yeah. But that, even they, that reminds me of uh, of a quote Mike Rowe said. He says he says safety third, because if you're led by safety, you'll never do anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. The the. Uh, the, I think the safest place in the world would be in a futuristic style prison. I mean, the, you want to make sure that maybe, no one is. Maybe, maybe, I, because I, guess yeah, what he, happens in yeah. prison? A for, lot for sure. of murder. For, for <laughs> a sure. no, whole I, lot of I can, killing. Yeah, I can see how the there's your inner programming gets pointed out. because I'm thinking you want to make sure that nobody trips even like just right. make sure you regulate and strictly enforce people walking you know at a certain yeah, speed so you can't you can, bubble yeah. wrap life though that's right the problem. well and that's what i tell people when i when people are like you don't think we should have a government i'm like look at federal prisons the government controls literally everything and they can't stop drugs and murder right. like they control every aspect of everything and they the biggest- still can't stop bad shit from happening Biggest employer in the country for a lot of countries, right? Yeah. So, you know, that's that's my, like, I'd love to show, so you know, anybody to tell me a federal prison that doesn't have murder and drugs in it. And rape. And rape at a high level. (laughs) You know? And that's another thing for all the liberals out there. You know, if you include prisons, men get raped far more than women. Far more than women. Well, that doesn't matter. Men don't, I mean, men are the worst, dude. You know what I mean? White ones too. There's white white men. I mean, goddamn white devils. And if someone <laughs> saw the the panel on this podcast, we would get fucking just assassin. I mean, just it's cleaned like out. A, it's like a Bob's not white though. Bob's nephilim. Yeah. Hey, it's, in, in, I got that red in hair general. Gene. It in general, it is the men doing the raping. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, can I, can I actually point? <laughs> well, you know, you know, though, you know. Um, domestic abuse is higher in um lesbian homes than it is in uh male female homes they're fighting over the dildo and they're they're scissoring each other hard as fuck scissor me timbers (laughs) i have a bunch of really useless knowledge in my head i get the batteries tonight not you they're mine (laughs) they only have one set of these cells that they have to share no, dude, right. you know what? I, I don't know, man. It, it is. That is an interesting concept to think about, like the domestic disputes in gay homes. Like, how do they fight? You know what I mean? <laughs> Slapping. 
I'll, like gay I'll dudes. Just, they find like the rest of us, man. It's just open hand. It's shit. like powdered open hand slaps, like pimp slaps. You know, like uh, jujitsu matches. <laughs> like how they they try to wrestle each other and slap fight. Well, no, then, you know, it, it would be kind of funny too if it was like uh, like when you see like the uh, the porn videos where it's like a dude versus a chick. And then whoever wins fucks the other one. Like, that's what that shit would be. Exactly. You know what I mean? I can see Bob's getting uncomfortable, but you know, this to be true, Bob. it's just I mean, a dude, no, I was going to say, I, I, I saw a dude at the gym today with this chick. Um, and it was like, it, it was clearly like his girlfriend and he, they were both masked and he had his head shaved and up into like a little pony, like the, around here was shaved and he had his top hair. That was just this little bitty circle right here in a little tiny ponytail. And his chick was like twice the size of him. We call that a steering wheel, Bob. Just like, like, <laughs> it's a whip. I was like, nope. I completely understand this dynamic. Uh, okay. Are we sure? Honestly, you got to check yourself here. Was this not a Muay Thai thing? No. Muay, like Thai fighters use their hair like that. Honestly. No, <laughs> no, for sure was not. There was okay. no tie fighting going on. It for on. sure was not. Okay. I'm just I, I didn't see the guy's physique, but dude, there is a guy in the UFC that has that same haircut and like this dude you don't fuck with. Yeah, and he's got it's a, cauliflower ears and he's got tattoos. Yeah, this, yeah, this you look at him is, and you're like, Yeah, I'm not fucking with that guy. This guy was not this guy that. walks in with a limp wrist and 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 into the theme song of It's Raining Men, it sounds like. And he's limping when yeah. he's walking in. <laughs> Interesting. Dude, no, you know, I just got this fucking dog. We found this dog uh, in the neighborhood here, and uh, he's shady, dude. He's a little weird. Because- <laughs> what kind of dog is it? I don't know, because after after Z passed away, like we were just kind of chilling. And then, you know, like now, you know, th- this dog just kind of crossed paths and he's just a shady fucking weirdo, dude. He just like growled at me right now when I went out there, what? but he's. Well, you know, he's he's sketchy. He's like got, uh, if you just got him, that's understandable. Well, and I found him off the street. His right. name's Yeti, allegedly. So far, his name's Yeti because he's like a white shaggy dog. He looks like shit. I'm going to see what he looks like after he gets a bath. If he's not cuter, probably put him back on the street. But he's, <laughs> he's cute right now. But hey, I want to see what he looks like after on the on the street with a freaking bath is a lot better than just on the street. So well, and it's cold tonight, so he's got a he's got a warm house and a and a potential bath coming his way tomorrow. There you go, man. So we'll see what happens. If he growls at me again, he might get fucking kicked. That's what I was gonna all say, right. man. He growls once. All right, man. I might have caught you off guard. You consistently growl at me. <laughs> and, and you're out, dude. I'll f- uh, you're going out for the night. See ya. Uh, he could turn out to be a pretty cool dog, man. Give him a chance. How, how yeah, are the other I'm, pups I'm with abs- him? I'm some absolutely. of them street dogs. Some of them street dogs turn out to be badass. Yeah. Dogs. Dude, how how are, are your other two, how are your others with him? Well, that's the thing. They're all hanging out right now. And then when when uh, he growled right now, my dog Moo hopped right up and she was like, all right, let's go, motherfucker. You know that's what I mean? What I so like say, the pack, if, if 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 it gets along with the pack, then you won't have any issues. Yeah, yeah no, the he's pack, the pack he's will cool. fuck him up, dude. That's the best judge right there. The pack the will pack. fuck him up yeah. and put him in line because the pack knows you're alpha. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. He was kind of so. nice. He was like right when he came inside, he was like hanging on, clinging on with me. Um, and so, yeah, dude, we'll see, man. I'll keep everybody posted on the on yeah, the dog dude. situation. Give him a chance, dude, I love man. fucking dogs. Dude, dude. I'm fascinated love, by dog psychology dogs, because dogs make so much more sense than humans. Oh, yeah. And and um, and ninety nine percent of the dog issues. Are because of humans. 
Oh, right. for sure. Well, Brandon, last when when he hopped off the show, you just got a was it Osmodius or Archimedes or what was his name? <laughs> yeah, Ar- Ar- Archimedes. Yogamesh. Uh, <laughs> Osmodius. That's like a devil name, isn't it? Yeah, uh, Archimedes. Yeah, dude, that's a cool. Uh, he seems like a cute little dog. Yeah, he's he's a along with the, uh, the mass brainwashing that be happening. Bob, uh, he bought a golden doodle that everyone else on like fucking uh, my uh, goddamn uh, vanilla ass for uh, life uh, has but i'm glad bob i'm glad bob to hear that you're uh, down for second chances for uh dogs not not people that's that's <laughs> still, uh, we got some hope oh shit well that's yeah, the thing dude dogs are fucking better than people man dogs are so much better than people dude because dogs don't live by the same rules and dogs try not to break the rules that people set for them and people consistently break the rules that people set like not even the rules that people set but like just like right and wrong like, and they're in and they're not yeah they go against natural laws dogs live yeah. on the natural laws and we we set all these above and beyond bullshit laws and they still try and follow them you know but we yeah. don't even follow them we don't even follow their laws yeah. my chickens are better than most people what kind like, of chicken not just dude, my dogs my thing, chickens man. are better than most people oh man <laughs> Do you eat the chickens or just eat the eggs? No, man. They give me eggs. I wouldn't eat my freaking egg producers, man. You got to get now, a any of them stop eat. laying eggs. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> they might I mean, dude, I want to get a rooster and uh, and I want to get some chickens and eat chicken. I think Bullshit. That's you're going to start a cockfighting ring. We know you, dude. I, honestly, dude, I think that that is the most fucked up fucking thing. Oh, dude, it's I, so- dude. I hate I hate chickens and I hate roosters like there's something about them that's scary to me like I, I really? don't like them. Yeah, dude. Like, dude, I like I, I raised was... some raised some from chicks, man. I, I raised all of mine from chicks and it's a really, really cool experience, man. He's got them I all named the... and they have little outfits and well, not <laughs> outfits, but they're named. They little uh, hats with propellers. <laughs> yeah. No, I see the the chicks at uh, at Tractor Supply, and they look like chicken nuggets to me, dude. Like it just looks like little things that you can just take yeah. bites of. But yeah, no, I, I think it. that they're cool, dude. I was traumatized as a child by geese, as like oh, shit. you know, we have we- this little park at uh, in Tucson. Brandon knows what I'm talking about, Reed Park. And um, my grandpa was a hard motherfucker, dude. And my on my dad's side. And my grandma and grandpa would take me to the zoo. And there was this reed park with a lake and ducks and geese and all this shit. And if you know anything about geese, sometimes they'll get pretty fucking violent. And I was a child, you know, this little three, four year old kid walking up, trying to feed the the ducks popcorn. And this geese comes at me. This goose comes at me. And dude, I saw my grandpa punt this fucking goose into the lake. He picked it up by the neck. (laughs) And he punted it into the fucking lake. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Dude, feathers went everywhere because I was crying. And like my grandpa just walks out. He was an alcoholic. He just walks up fucking <laughs> kicks this fucking thing, dude, so hard. And my grandma was like trying to hide me from seeing it. But I saw everything. <laughs> and like dude. something sticks with me about that, where it's like, dude, these these feathered birds. Why? Why do we insist well, on know- taking young children to feed these savages? Like right? these are they're disgusting dinosaurs. animals. They're freaking we keep dinosaurs. taking kids there. Um, well, you know, you know, fun fact. Uh, if you want to if you don't have a rooster and you want to protect your chicken flock, you put a goose in there with them and the goose will defend them from predators because no. geese are fucking hardcore. They don't fuck around, man. 
Yeah, apparently it takes a fucking 75 year old man to fucking beat him up. Yeah, but ducks, the- duck, ducks are like rapists, though, I heard. Right. No, I had, duck rape I, a big thing. I had ducks yeah. and I, I, I had to get rid of my ducks, man. Ducks are disgusting creatures. Dude, and you see they're really gross creatures, man. I had to, it, I had to get them gone. <laughs> It's it's not your run of the mill rape. I don't know if you guys have seen their dicks. They're like corkscrews. Yeah, it's like a coil. The fucking yeah, yeah, the fucking vagina is thankfully it's built for it, but it's also built in weird ways where it's supposed to block the whatever rapist is on it right now. But this duck has a fucking corkscrew dick, <laughs> and that the shit must hurt, man. It's like something from a cartoon where you have to have the right sequence to get it to fit in there. And oh, yeah, man. It sounds like the duck would have to rip it, rip its dick out like you're starting a fucking lawnmower. (laughs) He's got a board. Pigs pigs have uh, pigs have spiral dicks, too. Like when you see a spiral on a pig's tail. That yeah. that's not their tail that spirals. <laughs> Everybody that's listening that's got kids and seen like kids shows with the pig and it's got a squirrely tail, their tails aren't like that. They're straight. That is a cue to their wiener. <laughs> like, <Ugh>. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hey, you learn like, something new every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. We talked a lot about government. I didn't learn a new thing, but I didn't know that pigs had squirrely tails like that. There you go. Dicks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fascinating. Yeah. I have, I have, because I'm, I'm a fellow connoisseur of random useless knowledge too, Bob. Uh, but I have, uh, I stumbled upon something from my, you know, I, I, I love listening to like encyclopedic like podcasts and shows. And when I was hosting Dangerous World podcast, uh, again, thank you, thank you for having us on, right? I don't know if you're trying to wrap it up or not, but oh no, no, this is Matt's show, for sure, for sure. But uh, uh, I would always like hear a quote or a series of quotes or a, a point or some factoid and try no matter what we were talking about, no matter what the discussion was to fit that quote or put random point <laughs> into our, into our podcast. I haven't found a way to do this for this point, but it's so fucking interesting to me, dude. Did you know that uh, in the in middle 14th century, up to the middle 14th, uh, 15th century, excuse me, in the English speaking world, boys were called girls. Did you know this? So a, a group, so before about 1440 uh, AD in the English speaking world, if you wanted to refer to a group of uh, infants, you would call them girls all like the, uh, this pool. They have, so there's no girls. distinction, no differentiation. If you, if you wanted to differentiate, you would call the male infant a knave girl k n a v e which is another word for jack in the standard yeah, uh, yeah. standard deck it's also kind of like an old school way of saying like a an unscrupulous guy kind of thing and oh, girls wow. if you wanted to specify a infant girl a female you would call them gay girls or maiden girls isn't that fucking weird dude the english language <laughs> is so fucked up man it's, i swear it's, it's, it's a spell it struck it struck me because I'm sure you guys can guess my uh, a position on LGBTQ plus a seven underscore at gmail.com rights. And yeah, you love social. them. You love them. And uh, flies the yeah, flag. Very, very forum. Uh, you can't see my rainbow flag. It's it's on the other side of the world. Sorry, guys. But uh, <laughs> but isn't that fuck weird? Like just linguistically that to just call all girls like all boys girls it's fucking weird it's so <laughs> it's like no backwards yeah it's just from the mexican version it only looks weird from our point of view if they looked at us at that time how we're called they're like what 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 the fuck are they talking because well there's some you boy. can't tell the fucking difference anyway you know I, I got kids that i coach on my team 
And I, I, you know, we're three weeks in and I don't know whether, you know, she sits or stands to pee. So <laughs> it's wild. Wait, what? Yeah. What are you coaching? What? What age? My son's group? basketball team. What age group? group? Third grade. Third grade? Third grade. The thing's got a, a, a boy haircut, you know, but and its ass crack is always out. But supposedly it's female. It's got a female name. Well, is it like Casey or Trey is it like or something? Sue? Oh no, no, no! This like is like a Johnny female Cash name, shit? like straight up. You wouldn't mistake. You would never say, "Oh, that could go boy." No, this is, and and even my ex was talking about it for a couple. Of, she, she's like, "Who's that other boy on your team?" My son's like, "That's not a boy, mom. That's a girl." I was like, "Holy shit!" Well, let me ask you this: What color is it? Because I I knew a black man and <laughs> I knew a black boy in middle school named Tori, and it was a boy. no, no, no. We. There what? is very there's what very color little is pepper it? where I what live. color is this thing? What kind of holes it got? Yeah, there's very little pepper. There's some brown sugar that works in the fields at the farms, but there is no pepper up here. Interesting, dude. Wow. Oh, Jesus Christ. Kids are living in interesting times, dude. It's it's bizarre because even this fall, I was coaching my son's soccer team, and on one of the other teams was a boy with long hair, very effeminate looking. But his, I, I forgot what its name was. It was a, you know, obviously a boy's name, but it was, I, I thought it was a girl until we played him like the third time. And I kept saying, she cover her, cover her. And they're like, no, it's a boy. I'm like, no, it's a she. Look at it. Dude, you know what? What if you get like, what if you get the worst reputation as a coach because no one understands who you're telling to cover? Oh, you're yeah. Like, cover her, cover her. And they're like, cover who? Like, you know, there's no. I'm like the girl. fucking Ted Lasso. Yeah. That's fine. Don't trust dude. Matt. He has no idea. That dude's crazy. <laughs> dude, He's saying my, cover her son, and there's no girls on the field. My son goes through that, though. Like, my son's got really long hair. Long really awesome blonde curly hair and it goes down to like the middle of his back and uh people would be like well what's her name and he's like i'm a boy daniel (laughs) don't make me prove it to you i'm a boy (laughs) and he goes through this debate on whether or not to cut his hair and i was like is it because people sometimes think you're a girl and he's like yeah i'm like man screw them who cares? Tell him, to, tell him to shave his face. Who tell him to shave shit? his face, dude. He'll get a beard. <laughs> if only that was true, my shit would be so much thicker. Because I thought that in freaking high school, shaving all the damn time, it didn't get thicker. It didn't work. It didn't dude, work at I, all. Hey, man, one of my old friends has a lesbian sister, and she has a beard because she shaves. What? So I think it, it may be something genetic. I've heard about the mustache thing with girls that if they shave mm-hmm. it too much, it grows in thicker and darker. Yeah. And that's, that's like the biggest too. fear. Yeah. Hey, I've I, seen I always thought it was bullshit. I'm like, yeah, how, how yeah. is that even possible? What is it? It's stronger down below. Like if no. only that was true. <laughs> if only that was true. I would just. Dude, I, I can't even I can't even grow a beard. Day. This is as good yeah. as it gets right here. I cannot a grow beard. a beard. Mine just looks good in this light, man. <laughs> there, there was a there was a woman who was uh, pledged to be wed to some tyrannical uh, king, and I think the the seventeenth century uh, Europe. I really can't remember the place, but she thought of she's remembered as a saint because one day she prayed to God 
please, you got to make me ugly. You got to fuck this face up because I don't want to marry this guy. And overnight, according to whatever myth legend, she grew a full beard. Uh, It worked because he then crucified her. And she's now remembered in the crucifixion pose as a woman with a beard. Yeah. P.T. Barnum missed out on that one. Damn, dude. Wow. That's hey, I just up. saw this. Did you guys see Netflix supposedly lost fifty billion dollars the other day? I you didn't know, know that their market cap was that. Netflix yeah. operates in the red at all times. They've never made a profit. Yeah. Let's see. Their stock I have heard that actually more Bob, than hundred dollars yeah. overnight. It dropped from uh, five oh eight to four hundred dollars on Thursday. Oh shit! Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, looks like well, it took a took a big old dump here uh, here at the 21st. Looks like yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, I didn't even know that their market cap was that high, dude. I bought them back when they were 38 dollars, and then I know that was one thing too. Uh, Brandon was like all about Tesla before they really blew up as a stock. You know what I mean? Like there was, there was different. Yeah, dude. But yeah, there's, and I wish I would have bought Tesla when I found out about Tesla ages ago. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's a fucking fraud of a company too. It could have been one of those things that went one way or the other because Mm -hmm. the way that they operate they're they're, they're essentially Netflix too. I mean, they're not profitable. Yeah. They're just propped up, you know, and that's what these are. And that's, what's interesting about this because it says Netflix is anticipating 2.5 million new members in one queue of 22 which is down 4 million from the same period last year dude how are they getting new members because anyone that fucking knows about netflix is already a member or they're already been pissed off with you know what it is ryan it's not it's not uh u.s based it's all smaller countries yeah smaller countries where they just get you know netflix for the first time and shit like that so it's all (laughs) it's globally it's not Um, united states based or even uh europe based it's like the african countries oh go ahead i'm showing a a netflix market cap for 171 and a half billion dollars just for for 71 billion so it was uh, it was above 200 billion then yeah interesting i yeah i didn't even realize that they were that massive it makes sense though but i mean dude uh what you're saying matt it's like the uh the the african uh countries that get like the fucking super bowl losing teams like that's what that is dude it's like the the t-shirts they get their shirts they they got all those buffalo bills super bowl champ shirts yeah well late 90s yeah dude i mean it's so it's crazy that was one thing that we were talking about too with the um the Wi-Fi being, you know, per- perpetuated for these poor communities instead of uh, like food or water, clean water. I mean, we don't have clean water in Flint, Michigan, but there's Wi-Fi. You know what I mean? Well, and, and that's oh. the hoax of all this shit. They always claim, you know, all of these key terms, whether it's, you know, poverty, whether it's global warming, you know, the climate change bullshit. It's all of these things that you know, like the, the hunger, world hunger, that could be easily solved. We, but, but the elite don't want to chip in. They want, it, it's like, you know, you watch those infomercials late at night, you know, and they show you all these starving kids or all these starving animals. And, you know, for just a dollar a day, you know, or, a do, you know, $2 a month, you can save and sponsor this child. 
Well, why the fuck can't one rich person just do all of it? Instead, they rely on us of meager means to contribute while the rich are basically funneling off of all of those areas where you donate before they send the money over to this quote unquote poor kids. Matt, I feel like you teed me up right here. And uh, I got to ask Brandon, have you changed your mind on Bill Gates? On Bill Gates? Gates? Yeah. Oh, oh shit! You you know I'm never going to change that one. Ah. We have a whole episode de- devoted to it. No, Wait, you, you guys, like Bill Gates? He loves so, him. So, there, there's like a very, very, there's a very key difference in uh, in like and what I do towards Bill Gates. Masturbate towards him, if you guys want to know. That was that was going to be my next question. <laughs> no, it's it's it, this this he is a uh, an example to me of what can happen when the free market does an okay job. I know that that's a You think he's a free market creation? You seriously think he's a free market creation? No, 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 I don't. Uh, But I I, I would say he's he's not like a, a, certainly creation, uh, but that the the way way that he's operated in the free market has been- We don't uh, have a free market. Sorry. No, 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 Bob. We have a free market, but and and to to you know kind of be the the uh, bridge between Brandon's thoughts and Bob's thoughts. The There's moderator, a free market, say. Yeah, moderator. So there is a free market, but Bill Gates is operating in this corporatocracy aspect of our government. One hundred percent. Yeah, there is no free market. There's no free markets in the world. There is a free market, man, because I've started little businesses. I know people that have started businesses. You know, Do you pay taxes? I consider what's that? You pay taxes on that income? Yeah. Okay, it's not a free market. Well, not all of them. I don't pay any taxes on this podcast. You know what I mean? I consider this podcast for me. If you if you make money on this podcast, do you claim it on your taxes? Not yet. Don't tell Uncle Sam. <laughs> yeah. That motherfucker's I, I feel coming like Bob's for fucking working for Uncle Sam right that's, now. That's not a free market. We're not operating so, in the black market. Is not a free market. No, no we're so, just so, operating outside of the market. So Bill yeah. Gates, Bill Gates's dad helped create Planned Parenthood. His connections go deep, dude. Well, like, his mother was affiliated with IBM before Microsoft right. was in. But no, my yeah, point, no. my point. I didn't want to cut off Brandon. I didn't want to jump in before you got in, Bob. I just wanted to say that there is a clear difference between the free market and what people like Jeff Bezos do, what Elon Musk do, what, uh, you know, name a billionaire. I mean, fucking uh, Warren Buffett, uh, you know, obviously Bill Gates, too. Name you tell invested in Microsoft. No, dude, they didn't even invest. It, it was a stealing. They stole a server. They took they it. stole servers from them and they stole technology it's it's clear it's quite clear because bill gates's mother was part of the board of ibm one you know working you no know, her- i said inqtel oh i'm sorry okay well sure. inqtel inqtel is the cia's investment firm yeah that's how bill gates got his start so so let, let me cia uh, money so i'll say the 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 term the idea in this discussion doesn't uh on where it's a we're looking at a free market because i i would i would totally agree with you that we don't have it in whatever system we had since uh, uh you know microsoft took off and bill gates started being more of a philanthropist i know you guys have other names for him but i think that, that is 
Right, right. Mm. So that that is what was a philanthropist. That's yeah. what they call it. I love that uh, the the uh, in uh, what was it in Charlie and Always Sunny? He's like above. Check out his decade of vaccines. Full on rapist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rapist. Yeah. 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 No, uh, for sure. So, but but Bob, you got to stand to where I'm coming. From. I mean, you. I don't know. No, you don't know. I am fully vax, pro vaccination, uh, but vaccination, uh, vaccination for for Biden and all this, uh, all this stuff too. You, you're so, fully vaxxed right now. Actually, I just got uh, my flu and this uh, today. But yes, before then, uh, vaxxed and got COVID uh, a month ago. Wouldn't you know? <laughs> Based on what data? Are What's you that? doing all of this or believing all of this? Based on his military service. Based well, on what? Like, let's let's like let's relax a little bit on the idea I, I of people do. being vaccinated too, because the idea of why it's what what we believe in is freedom of choice. Is like Brandon can get vaccinated and get the boosters if he chooses. But sure, I would sure. say I would but say I want to find rationality behind those those actions because well, you're making your real irrational actions based on false data. Um, and, and so I like digging into that. Like, like sure. what, like, why are you so scared that you would take a product from a fraudulent company like Pfizer or Moderna, who's never brought a vaccine to, to market before, or Johnson & Johnson that had to be forced to take asbestos out of their baby powder? Like, why would you Malcolm. get a product yeah. from any of these companies? Like, why would you believe Big Pharma that is, I mean, you say you're liberal, like, wasn't it the liberals that just a few years ago that were bitching about big pharma and how they're corrupt and shitty and in big corporations and like this whole yeah. thing's like, I don't know that I've actually talked to a liberal about this straight right. up. And like, like, how do you how do you justify all of that? Like, I, I, like, I'm really interested in the thought process of someone like you, how you are making your decisions, like based on what? Are you are you doing all of this? Like I, I just, sure. so, so my viewpoint would it, it would spread across our our decision here because you made a whole bunch of claims against uh, uh, well all of us have made a whole bunch of claims against government <clears throat> and in my utopia my perfect world the way that I think the the world should run uh, is that we can't let the uh, we can't let uh, perfect be the enemy of the good now people weigh them mm-hmm. in different ways i think what you are talking about with uh let's say the perfect company come out with some medical intervention would be i think based on what you're saying someone who has not done anything a, a company who has not done anything ethical or at least stuff that's unethical to the point that you're concerned of Right, all those bad things that they've lived before, to me, just find a way. I just have a way to say that there is actually good being done, and I'm not going to let the idea of perfect company, um, because I don't think that there is one. Uh, I don't not, not in that. a not in a regulated market. There sure isn't. Uh, so, sorry, say, that, say that again. Let me. There's never going to be a perfect company in a regulated regulated market. Yeah. Sure, There's only sure. going to be a perfect company in a free market. So here's here's the here's the problem. So it's not that I'm looking for a perfect company. Right. It's that when a company pays out 3.2 billion dollars because of fraud, bribing doctors, altering science, and and doing a, like you know, paying doctors and scientists and all of this shit, 
how the fuck do you take one of their products? Like if you found out that Ford wasn't engaging in all the safety protocol that they were supposed well, to, and, and they and were Bob, paying on top off of that, And if they have no liability. Right, right, right. I'm getting there. I'm yeah. getting there. I'm getting there. So these companies, so say Ford can, can build a product that they haven't done any safety tests on or done anything. And then if you buy their product and you die driving it, they aren't responsible. Remember the Firestone tires? Firestone tires through Ford? Even better. Even better. You know Pinto? You remember the the, the Pinto? Like if you got hit in the back, it would blow up? Mm. Well, Ford at that time did an analysis that pharmaceutical and drug companies still do today. They took an analysis and they said, okay, so we've produced this car that blows up. And it's going to cost us X amount of dollars to recall each one of those cars, do this modification, and then give it back to the owners and make these safe cars, and then maybe produce these in the future with this modification. It's going to cost us X amount of dollars. If we just settle lawsuits for the blown up cars, it's going to cost us Y. Like, that's the cost that's estimated if like all the cars blow up and we have to pay out all of these lawsuits, that's going to be Y. As long as Y is less than X, they're going to choose to just let cars blow up. And they actually did that. Ford did that. They made that decision. It's in history as Ford making that decision to instead of fix the car, they just decided they'd let people die. And pharmaceutical companies do that, and it's called the Pinto Principle. Mm. We've we've all seen Fight Club, Bob. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bob's got bitch tits. <laughs> I do a little yeah. bit. No, I got. Uh, I got. R.I.P. Meatloaf. I know, dude. My, right. my it's, it was it hurt me uh, uh, harder than uh, hit me harder than Betty White did. No, I completely. <laughs> Uh, will acknowledge that all of that, all of that happens, Bob. I really do factor that into into migration. I am. I have got some Marxist blood running through my veins. I'm extremely uh, critical of the bourgeoisie, and the definite my definition of bourgeoisie goes around different contours that than your guys's does. Right, the, the 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 group who is the biggest problem. We just define that a little bit different. So you would see a lot of big whole, pharma whole, as being part of that group. Yeah, so uh, to your point about the fact that a couple of years ago, liberals were all up in arms, anti-corporatists, I do see validity and some need for corporatocracy. So I, I, I'm not why, a, why uh, do you Why do you see a need for corporatocracy? Yeah, that's interesting to me too, actually. I didn't realize that. So, so as we look at corporations today, they exist in this capitalistic you know, uh, environment. Nope. Wrong. I'm going to have to correct you there, Brandon. We do not live live in a capitalist system. No, we do. No, we don't. But the, no, no, these guys, these guys play by a different set of rules. We do. Capitalism does not exist. It doesn't exist. It's a myth. Capitalism is the private ownership of the means of production. And if you can't own the land, you can't own the means of production. 
And if you have to have property taxes and you have to have income taxes, and if the government controls the currency, you do not own the means of production. You do not own the pricing because you don't own the currency. So you can't decide what your product costs. You can't own the land because you have to pay property taxes or it gets taken from you. You may need licensure. There is no private ownership of the means of production in this world. But you're talking, about Keen- you're talking about Keynesian economics here, no, right? I mean- no, I'm talking about capitalism. The definition, the textbook definition of capitalism is the private ownership of the means of production. And if sure. you have to pay taxes, you don't control the currency and you have to pay property taxes. You don't own the land and you cannot have private ownership of the means of production. If you cannot own the land outright, you cannot control the currency you sell or buy your product in. It well, isn't that what exist. the companies submit? Isn't that what like Amazon participates in then? Because they don't pay hardly any taxes. You know, Exxon. Their employees do. And they put, but yeah, they the, pay but I'm, plenty I'm talking of taxes. about Bezos. Bezos does. Right. Well, Bez, well, Bezos doesn't get paid an income. So it's it's really easy to fudge all of that stuff. And people, leftists are like, Bezos doesn't pay income tax. Well, he doesn't earn fucking income. Well, he, That's he would why he have doesn't to pay, pay income tax. To pay, so you have to be smart and understand how taxes and economics. No, he work. would have to pay capital like, gains tax. He would have right, to pay, um, but they don't yeah. say that. the 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 news media says specifically he doesn't pay income tax. They well, did yeah, the same had, thing with fucking uh, what's his fuck fucking um Musk. Uh, no, 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 the other rich guy. Uh, tip of my fucking tongue. Uh, Warren Buffett when they were like. Warren Buffett shouldn't pay less taxes than his fucking secretary. And it's like, well, Warren Buffett doesn't earn income. So his taxes, his tax rate is lower because it's capital gains tax, not income tax. It's just a different box. Like, and he's still paying a larger amount. He's just paying a smaller percentage of his income. Yeah. Like, uh, it's man, like I when people know, got dude, mad think, at Donald Trump for not paying taxes is, and freaking yeah. that Rachel Maddow chick finally found his taxes and he paid like $34 million in taxes in a single year. And it's like, dude, fuck all of y'all that say tax the rich. This dude just paid $34 million in taxes in a year. Like, well, fuck Donald one, Trump too, honestly. The, the top 1% of taxpayers pay 75% of the tax burden. The top 10% or no, the top 1% pays 50%. The top 10% pays 75% of the tax burden. The top 20% pay 90% of the tax burden. So the fact that like, like it's just absurd. But they also, you know, Bob, that they have write-offs. I mean, like anytime that you're donating shit, you know, these philanthropists or these. There's also $4 billion collected in charity in cash donations from rich people, mostly. Every year for a billion dollars. Imagine if all of those people had twice their money or didn't have to dodge taxes. How much four billion dollars? It sounds like a lot to us. A lot of money. It can solve a lot of problems. People forget. Yeah, but only it only sounds like it's not shit because the government has fucked up our currency and fucked up money so bad that four billion dollars, something that's a drop in the bucket, is an insane amount of money. That is, but it's not in the in the thousand millions. I know how much it is, but yeah, no, it's not insane amount of money. It doesn't pay for shit though, dude. Doesn't pay for a damn thing. What's funny is, uh, like Donald Trump when he was asked about like my favorite Donald Trump quote is when he was being interviewed and somebody was like, "Well, 
how do you feel about being compared to other rich people like Mitt Romney? And he goes, first of all, Mitt Romney's not that rich. <laughs> it's just he like owns Bain Mitt Capital. Romney. Right, right. But Trump, this arrogant $12 million or $12 billion dude was just like, first of all, he's not that rich. Like he's only worth like $500 million. That dude's not rich. Oh, I, I actually do have to get going, guys. My class starting up soon. Uh, Bob, I, I had a great discussion with you. We probably yeah, man, do let's... have real deep dis, uh, disagreements about. Sure, I mean, let's... I, I, yeah, let's look. Dude, something. let's talk I've... sometime, man. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm, no, I'm willing I've... to talk it out, man. Like, I just started. Uh, this will make you think I'm a crazy person, but I'll, I'll prove this, too. Um, I just started a flat earth school, so I don't mind starting like an anti-status school, too. Like, you know, I, I, sure. dude, I'll get you. You seem to be open-minded enough. Like, like we said, we, I had a conversation with Deborah, who's basically very much like you, but we had a great conversation. It was fairly productive and it was open and we respected each other and it was great. I think we could do something like that, but do it around government and statism and taxes and shit. Yeah, if, if you uh, claim to have uh, the book on capitalism, I'll join you right there. I hope it's The Wealth of Nations by uh, Adam Smith. Maybe you'll open my eyes to some other ones. <laughs> Past that, 8.30 is when my uh, uh, thing starts, guys. So, Matt, yeah, it was great to see you. Brandon, uh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Great to see you, brother. Great to see you, man. Uh, Bob, great to meet you. We'll, yeah, we'll hook nice up soon. Ryan, Ryan, thank you so much for having me on, man. Uh, keep it uh, keep it. Keep on rocking in the free world, okay? <laughs> Good night, Brandon. <laughs> uh, Bob, why don't you, uh, what do you got for us? What do I got for you? Jesus. No, on the way out. What oh, do you want okay. to push or plug here? Man, just uh, check out my Instagram page, at The Moral Bob. Check out my podcast, Hidden in Plain Sight. Apparently, there's some other bullshit podcast out there with a couple circle jerk guys t- telling dick jokes and shit stole my name. Um, but mine's the one with the pyramid in the eye that looks like somebody that like me would have as their logo. <laughs> so, you know, very much like like Ryan here with his logo with the pyramid in the fucking eye. Like, you know, you got to have the symbolism in your shit. Mine's right? got the and- shit on it, though. <laughs> right right you gotta you gotta take their symbolism and fucking make it our own because fuck them <laughs> um yeah and uh i'm on i'm on a uh, facebook at moral bob but other than that just check out my instagram and my podcast that's all i ask for sounds Dumb, good man and ryan oh, yeah. go for I, it i guess i'm up uh bob i'm about to release our episode together uh probably the same day that this is coming out um you know it's a day late day later than i wanted but uh bob and i had a really interesting conversation we meant to talk about the secret vatican archives but you know we just went all over the place we talked about the archives probably 15 minutes out of the hour plus and it and, wasn't uh, straight yeah it was it was like five minutes here five minutes yeah. there. we were yeah, we kept like, going so, like we're supposed to be talking about the vatican let's spit something out real quick <laughs> I know someone mentioned something where it's like, yeah, there's probably gold down there. Oh, are we talking Nazi gold? Is this like the school of Austrian economics? Let's get into economics. And we just like go back and forth about like different shit. It was an incredible conversation, though. So, Bob, thank you for that. And, uh, dude, I think you're one of the funnest people to debate, honestly, because you don't get your panties in a wad. And it's just fun to just fucking go back and forth, you know. 
Matt is someone that is fun to debate too. But uh, I feel like, you know, I don't really debate Matt on anything. I don't think that him and I have ever debated anything. Um, we tend to agree on a lot of things, I think, just from a from an ideological perspective. But uh, very fun dude to debate, uh, Bob. So uh, Thanks, thank man. you. Of course. And, um, you know, Brandon would be a, a great conversation for you to have because he's an intelligent dude, much more yeah, so than I am. I, I, I like the way his brain works. So I think no, I and, probably, and you I guys got to good... get, get him some stuff. Yeah. yeah, you guys got a good back and forth there. And and this yeah. is honestly, this is probably one of the better master debaters because this was back and forth the entire episode. And 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 that's yeah. why I mean I wish there were more people like Brandon out there, you know, yeah. that we that we could connect with and have these discussions, you know. Well, and he's, have... he's so close, man. Like he's no, no, he's so like, far. He's he, he's so far. <laughs> yeah, but he says he's no, an anarchist. Not, like I think he's He's he, like Kim his, Jong-un on the borderline in North Korea and South Korea. Bob, he's like, no, Bob, 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 listen, like, listen. Wait, wait. I have an analogy for somebody like him, okay? And this it, no. it's, it's maybe a hopeful analogy. No. He so doesn't like, know Brandon. Yeah, he you've got to listen Brandon. to the old episodes. There's archives. There's <laughs> yeah, almost there's over okay, 100 okay, episodes. Fair. fair. You heard him. He episodes. still respects Bill Gates. Fair, dude. Come on, and he's he's fully, you know. Come on, let me get. I'm gonna give him a shot, though. You can't. But no, hey, about, he's a great dude. Oh, speaking about dude. all of this debating, I forgot to promote one thing. Uh, talking about debates and controversial shit, I actually have a flat Earth debate coming up on a legit bat. Uh, we're recording Thursday night, so it'll probably release. I don't know. Sometime who next with? Week. Um, it's gonna be. Dan Unaki Dan from Rising from the Ashes, and I think maybe one or two other people. Nice. Um, I don't know who's pro or con. I know Dan is against. So uh, we'll see how it goes. I, I'm hoping it's more of a discussion and, and conversation than, you know, what happened on my first Flat Earth School with William Ramsey. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, so go yeah, check that out. Be That'll be rad. on Rockfin on Thursday night, guys. Yep. And, and legit bat huh never heard of her never yeah. heard of her <laughs> uh no i love i love joe and jen and ben um dude yeah so um it is interesting i think that you would have a fun fun time with him i don't know what you guys could do some sort of epic debate on but maybe we can organize that and matt and dude, i can maybe be like some sort of uh Maybe you and I can write questions up, Matt, and see where these two uh, assholes can take it when it comes to Bob and fucking Brandon. Dude, Brandon's Brandon's got some good ideas, but uh, dude, he's he's off. He's off when it comes to the shit that we talk about. You know what I mean? Very, very It's all about trying to connect with the person with somebody on just one little thing. And if you connect, they'll they'll, they'll open their door. They'll open their door. And it's uh, Jordan Peterson had a really good analogy. I've said it before. Some people may get annoyed. Uh, but he's like, I'm going to encroach on you until you until you protest and then I'm going to back up and then I'm going to encroach on you until you protest and then I'm going to back up. And I try to do that with people when I'm trying to like wake them up when they're when I see they're kind of like you just need to see this one goddamn thing from the right angle and it's going to open everything up and you're going to be able to still have your ideology, you know, as a good person, because Brandon's clearly a good person. Like he wants of course. good things. Yeah. Like my cousin, like that's, that's a true meaning of like a socialist communist dude that just, he's like, well, you know, peace and love dude, like the old hippies were, you know, like, and so you can hold that ideology and just see how, you know, 
um, like it's it's just taking it and turning it and going, okay, I see where you're at, and I agree with all your shit. Like we should take care of each other and everything. Shouldn't be forced. So let's look at it this way. Yeah, you know, and it's yeah. just I try to do that with people that I think are close. Is no, just try and, to present it in a different way. And, and and with that said, you know, I'll, I am a big fan of your flat Earth school, dude. Um, to Thanks. be honest, I hate a lot of flat earth discussion. I just, it's not something I care about. You know, it's not something that interests me. I don't give a shit about the shape of the earth and, you know, and I know it's a lie one way or the other, but the the flat earth school is a fun format because it's a more, it's an educational format, but in the first one you had a, you know, a flat out debate with William Ramsey and yeah. that one just got heated and that was fun in general. That was just good podcasting it's, right there. It spurred a lot of questions, man. I've got a lot of reactions from that. I've got people from William Ramsey's podcast reaching out to me and going, you know what? I really liked that. And you made some good points, but what about this? Yeah. And that's what I want. Like, but that's cool. the point of this, right? Is the, is the, questions. yes, the discussion. Yeah, exactly. No. And that's what I love about it because even when you, you know, and then you went to the opposite extreme when you went with Deborah, you know, who is, is very open, you know, she would, you know, she would consider anything that you would present to her. Now, whether you're going to change your mind, uh, at least she will never admit it. And she admitted that, like, even if I was able to convince her that the earth is flat, she'll never fucking admit it. Yep. That's the that's the thing with a lot of these people, man. And that's what I was going to say about Brandon, who, again, you know, my old co-host and my cousin, a lot of these people that that take pride in their education and they take pride in the in the 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 process that they go through, which they're told is the best way to do it. And there is something to be said about going through academia and all this stuff. There's something to be said about that, whether we respect it or not. It's respectable in a sense, right? For sure. So there, there's just something where these guys even, you know, they don't want to admit that they're wrong about anything because they they're, he's an intelligent dude, much smarter than I am, you know, book smart. Um, So, you know, these people don't want to be schooled on anything by someone like us. It's a death of an ego, right? Like your, your ego has to die in order to, to be able to accept the fact that you've been duped at such a high level. Exactly. And I think, I think like I've done psychedelics forever and I think my ego (laughs) died a long fucking time ago. And that's why I've always been super open-minded to shit. Yeah. Cool. 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 (laughs) Like, yeah, I know that's a a hard thing for people to get through is that, that death of that ego, but they don't understand. But what they don't understand is that when you let that ego die, it actually gets stronger. But it just goes into like a not so self-serving direction. But you end up stronger on the other side. But they they think they're going to be damaged and they don't see that they're going to be stronger on the other side. Well, do people with a strong with a hard ego, they have um, and I don't mean a broad paint with a broad brush, but a lot of people with strong egos or hard egos, they they don't have much else. You know what I mean? When right. it comes to like masculine strength or or just like a leadership mentality but they have their ego they have what they what they want to hold on to and that's not any kind of slander or that's nothing negative no, i think that no, no. you know everyone's built different but anyway i know we were trying to wrap up and we yeah, just got in a complete tag- no 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 <laughs> that that's happens. what happens dude um, nope. 
That's the debaters. Welcome yeah. to the debaters. There is no rhyme or reason or format to this. Yeah. But yeah, uh, like I was saying, Bob, I, you know, I, I really respect the work that you're doing there. It's great. I, Thanks, I can't man. wait for more episodes on that. And uh, hey, maybe you and Brandon will spur one if, where you're, you get well, a, and, a government one going on that. Yeah, end, and that'd be this, really cool. This goes to everybody, too. If you know anybody or if you are somebody that has a lot of questions about Flat Earth, hit me up. I'm, on, yep. I'm not hard to find. You hit me up. I, I'm gladly answer questions. And if you've got really good ones, I'll bring you on the show. Like I, I'm not necessarily looking for like big names for the flat earth school. Like I just want the conversations to be out there. Would you want to do a flat earth versus hollow earth debate? Uh, I actually, that, no, I wouldn't do verse. I okay. like hollow earth. I can actually argue hollow earth too. That the two aren't mutually exclusive. I don't think. Okay. We could have that conversation. I'm into that. No, I wouldn't be the one that would be the the Hollow Earth debater. I just know someone that's a major proponent of Hollow Earth. I'd like to, dude, hook me up. I would we could, love to hear. We could that. have a chat. I'm yeah. thinking about hosting fucking uh, debates on my show, dude. I'm fucking yeah. about to do that, and I'm just the moderator. Maybe Matt and I can do that. <laughs> we'll be the moderators. Nice. But, um, but yeah, dude. Uh, were you done with your plugs, Bob? Yeah, man. I'm all done. I'm all done. We can wrap up. Well, cool. I, I was just going to say, you know, Dangerous World Podcast, man, you know where to find me. Uh, Matt, what about you? Uh, same. Uh, Great Deception Podcast on Instagram. Uh, also, YouTube, BitChute and Odyssey. And then you can find all my stuff on Alt Media United. And then uh, the other thing, go. Uh, I'm starting to put some video podcasts out on Spotify. Uh, it's a new feature from Anchor that I'm just testing out to see how it works. Some people say it works. Some people says it sucks um so after you know i'm gonna give it one more shot and after that if it sucks i'm not gonna waste my time but so go check those out let me know what you think about those and uh until next time folks thank you very much and have a great night ladies and gentlemen The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. Even today, There is little value in opposing the threat of a closed society by imitating its arbitrary restrictions. Even today, there is little value in ensuring the survival of our nation if our traditions do not survive with it. And there is very grave danger that an announced need for increased security will be seized upon by those anxious to expand its meaning to the very limits of official censorship and concealment. That I do not intend to permit to the extent that it's in my control. And no official of my administration, whether his rank is high or low, civilian or military, should interpret my words here tonight as an excuse to censor the news, to stifle dissent, to cover up our mistakes, or to withhold from the press and the public the facts they deserve to know. For we are opposed around the world 
by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silenced, not praised. No expenditure is questioned, no rumor is printed, no secret is revealed. No president should fear public scrutiny of his program, for from that scrutiny comes understanding, and from that understanding comes support or opposition, and both are necessary. I am not asking your newspapers to support an administration, but I am asking your help in the tremendous task of informing and alerting the American people. For I have complete confidence in the response and dedication of our citizens whenever they are fully informed. I not only could not stifle controversy among your readers, I welcome it. This administration intends to be candid about its errors. For as a wise man once said, an error doesn't become a mistake until you refuse to correct it. We intend to accept full responsibility for our errors, and we expect you to point them out when we miss them. Without debate, without criticism, no administration and no country can succeed, and no republic can survive. That is why the Athenian lawmaker Solon decreed it a crime for any citizen to shrink from controversy. And that is why our press was protected by the First Amendment, the only business in America specifically protected by the Constitution, not primarily to amuse and entertain, not to emphasize the trivial and the sentimental, not to simply give the public what it wants, but to inform, to arouse, to reflect, to state our dangers and our opportunities, to indicate our crises and our choices, to lead, mold, educate, and sometimes even anger public opinion. This means greater coverage and analysis of international news, for it is no longer far away and foreign, but close at hand and local. It means greater attention to improved understanding of the news, as well as improved transmission. And it means, finally, that government at all levels must meet its obligation to provide you with the fullest possible information outside the narrowest limits of national security. And so it is to the printing press, to the recorder of man's deeds, the keeper of his conscience, the courier of his news, that we look for strength and assistance, confident that with your help, man will be what he was born to be, free and independent. 